Welcome to Soul Quest episode 23, I believe. Am I correct? Yes, <laughs> I do believe so. Episode 23 with Maddie Allred. And she is thank you for being here Maddie yes thank you Maddie for being here thank you for having me (laughs) so we're going to talk to Maddie today about mental health it's really interesting how I found her how we connected because on Saturday night which was two days ago Cisco (laughs) and I were just hanging out and I said I'm going to get on Instagram and look at the hashtag podcast of Instagram and I was looking and I I was like reading some of them some of them are really weird there was like a one that is about the show charm where they make fun of the show charm I was like what kind of podcast is this but then I came across yours which is you're you're your own critic right you're your biggest critic you're your biggest critic and I thought well this is interesting and I saw your smiling face and then I saw your your post with the butterfly graffiti in the background and it said, be the change. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a sign because <laughs> this is what we always say, be the change. And we have our class, be the change. And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just message her and see if she wants to be a guest. <laughs> you know, reach out just to strangers and just see, hear their story. So here well, we are. I, well, I appreciate it because <laughs> it worked. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Like it yes. was just that, that moment, you know, then that Sharon was like, oh, look at the butterfly. It says, we need to change. <laughs> like, I'm going to cut, you know, she, Sharon, she sees a lot of signs and she's like, I'm going to run with it. So, yes. I just had this yeah. intuition and I'm really good about listening to it these days. So I went with it and then you and I talked yesterday and I, we have some similarities. You're getting a degree in psychology. I have my degree in psychology. So, um, it all comes together perfectly. So here you are. And I listened to one of your podcasts with your friend about mental health, about athletes, which I thought was really interesting. And I was telling Cisco that it doesn't sound like high school has changed much since we were there. (laughs) There's not been an advancement in, you know, mental health awareness or helping kids with mental health in schools. What I, am I correct? (laughs) Yeah, sadly not, but hopefully us talking about it today and on my podcast, we can bring some light to the topic and get some more resources, especially to high schoolers and college athletes. Tell us just a little bit about your podcast and, you know, how, you know, just give us some insight on it. Like, Uh you know, what's going on? Yeah, so I'm the creator of You're Your Biggest Critic podcast, and it's actually funny um, how it started. I actually had to quarantine back in September because I was exposed to COVID, and it was really a hard time. Like, I'm a very, like, bubbly person. I'm, I like to say, like, I'm outgoing, and I love to spend time with friends and to talk about, like, important topics and just talk in general. And so when I had to quarantine, I literally felt like a prisoner in my own home. And so after quarantine, um, I also struggle with mental health, um, anxiety, and a little bit of like depression. Um, And so after having to quarantine and go through that and go through all my testing and stuff, um, uh, my anxiety actually spiked and I was just kind of not myself for a long time. And so then in December, I got um, help and I went back to the therapist I was seeing, I got back on medication and I just started to feel a lot better, but it made me realize that like, I'm not the only one feeling like this. Like if I'm feeling like this, just in a pandemic, then like, 
other people are feeling like this, not in a pandemic and worldwide. And we need to bring more awareness to it and bring more awareness to ourselves. Like it's okay to feel like this. It's okay to like get help and talk to friends about it or, you know, see a therapist, be on medication. And so I really started to think about ways I could do that. And a podcast just randomly came to mind because I was listening to one, I think. And um, then I just really thought about it, prayed about it. And then I just started in um, February with the idea. I reached out to some people in my community and then I went with it. And my first podcast aired late March and now we're three months in and I'm thankful to be on your podcast talking about mental health. So yeah, that's my kind of yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I just I wanted to hear a little bit about your background and tell the listeners, of course, like, you know, how, how it all came together for you and, you know, how you're making a change and, you know, on, on spreading the word, because I Sharon knows how I feel like enough people don't ever talk about, you know, when it comes to personal stuff that goes on within them, you know, I, I mean, we grew up in a in a different generation where it was all like, suck it up, you know, be tough kind of thing. Uh, I mean, not right. the way but I it doesn't. Up. It doesn't sound like it changed much from, from her experience. And that's how many years later? <laughs> 20, over 20 years later. 20 years later. But this time we're in a different realm of, of, of that. Like we have social media and there's all this cyber bullying going yeah. on. Like yeah. when we were you know, kids, yeah. it was totally different. Like, you know, it was a more face-to-face conversation, you know, in your face and then like word spread through school like that. Like, you know, we didn't have the access to have a cell phone and just spreading stuff, you know, through social media. So yeah, I believe yeah. it's, it can be a little bit more mentally disturbing because once it's something's on the internet it's always on the internet you know what i'm saying like yeah back in our day you could say it can be rumor and then rumors yeah this but i remember hearing all that stuff when i was in high school but right but it wasn't documented it wasn't documented (laughs) so and but that's it why was, it took a month to like actually want like think about it because I still am in college getting my degree and I didn't want it just to be like a fluke like I do one or two episodes and then I kind of go eh. yeah so yeah. um good so was, so I mean tell us about your high school experience with mental health yeah so like all throughout high school I remember it wasn't even that long ago but like I just remember like feeling like anxious all the time like growing up I remember having these like horrible stomach aches like I sometimes want to eat meals or and my mom thought it was like maybe food and stuff and so I like eliminated some foods because I went to a doctor and that's what they suggested I did a food journal I like did all that you could imagine and turns out it was just my anxiety because when you have anxiety, your like lining of your stomach releases like acid. And so it, like, and you, if you have nothing in your stomach, it can hurt your stomach. And so that was my problem is like, I was eliminating these foods or like maybe not as eating as much. And then, so I wouldn't have a lot in my stomach and that's what was making my stomach hurt. And mm-hmm. so like in high school, I ran track and cross country. And then in college, I also continued and ran cross cross country and track, um, for two years. And, um, 
and I still just remember feeling really anxious just about like, you know, stepping on the line and like doing workouts because I was an 800 runner. And so I would have these like short, quick workouts because the 800 is only two laps around the track and it's a fast turnaround. And so I just remember like being on the line, like feeling like I was going to throw up because like I was literally so anxious and like having wow. these distorted thoughts of like I couldn't do it. But I, I knew I could, but it was just mm-hmm. my anxiety, like telling me I couldn't. Wow. That's interesting always- because I, I don't know. I always tell Cisco because he's a fitness trainer that I feel like he's always working out. I feel like that helps him with his, it he's, does. Never, he's never anxious. He never has anxiety. I mean, hardly. <laughs> when <laughs> I, I was like, like you, <laughs> when, when I was a kid, daily. <laughs> When I was a kid, like in, in, I remember telling Sharon, like in middle school, I went kind of through that same thing. Like I got, I was really small when I was in middle school. So like I got bullied a lot by other kids, but like physically bully, like people would pick me up and throw me around and punch me, you know, cause I was so little and it sucked. It really did. So like, I went through this, this phase where I, like my stomach was always hurting. I didn't want to go to school. I was always sick and like, Dude, my parents took me to the doctor and I had all these tests done to me, you know, stool samples, you know, mm-hmm. what do you call that? Where they stick the tube down your mouth and they check your stomach out. I, so, oh, but I like, never that, but that's on. Yeah. I mean, I, what it was, was all anxiety. I was scared to go to school and like see the kids that would bully me. So like, mm. yeah. I, so that's I a good through. point. You know, phys- uh, doctors, they don't like physical doctors. They don't really think about mental health being an issue. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out what the physical issue is, but they're not. Exactly. Really- exactly. They're not. Exactly. Trying to- yeah. I think in all aspects of our life, not just in athletes, we need to start looking more into the mental health realm of things, because like, in my opinion, I feel like I could have maybe gotten help a little sooner mm-hmm. um if like I if people knew that it was not tomatoes or salsa because I those were the two things like I could eliminate because <laughs> those were acidy like foods you know uh-huh. yeah. and so like instead of doing that you know we could have looked into the mental health like oh is there like a situation in your life that makes you feel a certain way you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so once we did all that test when I was a kid, mm-hmm. they said, oh, you need to see a therapist. They told me, and like, I told Sharon <laughs> this, like, I, my mom took me to go see a therapist. And I was like in seventh grade. And I just remember I spilled the beans to this therapist and I was crying. Oh, like, told her she's just writing stuff down. And, and I just wanted answers. Like, I felt like she was going to cure me. You know, like with whatever she told me, like I was just gonna be like walk out of there, just like oh, oh, you know. But she never said a word to me, and that scarred me as a kid, because I was like, screw a therapist. I never want to go back. She didn't help me with anything. She didn't tell me anything. But I've been in right. therapy several times. You know, throughout that's a good my point life. Too. Not a, there's a lot of therapists that don't do much, and that's why a lot of people come to me as a life coach because they've had bad experiences with therapists that just sit there and listen, don't really. Don't Gage. give homework. Don't tell, make you accountable for your, what you're doing. They're not, they're just listening and not really doing much else. So what's your experience with that, Maddie? 
Um, well, I've actually been seeing a therapist since junior year of high school, and I have a really good relationship um, with my therapist. She's like very hands-on. She like lets yeah. me talk it all out. And then she's like, okay, are you ready? And I'm like, I'm ready. And then she like tells me like, even though it's stuff like that, I don't want to hear sometimes. And mm-hmm. she even says, she's like, Maddie, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but, and I'm like, oh <laughs> gosh, like, <laughs> here we go. And, um, and she gives me homework um, and I do it. And then we talk about it. And so I'm very thankful that I have a hands-on therapist that gives me homework and like does let me talk it all out sometimes it's me talking for 15 minutes and then her just listening and writing and then her giving me like tactile things to do Mm -hmm. um to help me like with my anxiety like one of the things she says is like if you can't sleep at night have like a dream journal and like uh write down all your anxious thoughts or your to-do list or like if you're feeling anxious go to the gym um what else did you say or like um meditate is a big one that we really work through because I'm not a big meditator and so our running joke now is like did you meditate (laughs) I don't like meditating I don't know what it is that sounds like me um I'm a big avid meditator at this point but at your age I wasn't yeah sharing it my meditation is like something physical like I have to go on a bike ride or run or skate or something. Right, and meditation I, can be more than just sitting there with your eyes closed and breathing. You know, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of ways to meditate, so. Because my problem is if I do that, lay down and meditate, I'll fall asleep. <laughs> like yeah. I get so content and I feel so good and the sounds and everything, it helps, but I just get like, so to a point, like I just fall asleep. My and mind is good... wandering. Yeah. Oh, no. What's next on my to-do list? And yeah. then it's like, why am I sitting here? Like, it's not even helping. <laughs> because you're not even letting it work and yeah. so yeah and so like we have fun also so I'm very fortunate that I I absolutely love my therapist but I, great. um but I can see on the other side of it yeah like, I've, I've definitely had both sides I've had a good a really good one um that was a little more spiritual and had a little more different tactics but I've I've, de- I've had another one that just sat there and was like well what do you think you should do and you know that kind of thing and it's almost like reverse psychology. I'm like, wait. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it was kind of good to get me to kind of answer it for my, but at the same time I wanted um, more, you know, I was paying money for this. I was like, I want you to give me some like ideas here. Like, what are you seeing? And I need an outside view. <laughs> so yeah. it's interesting. I mean, I'm not, therapists are great. Um, but they there are have been some that aren't but they also don't work for everybody and that's right. what I think You're our right. generation my generation everybody's generation mm-hmm. needs to like we have this one we, people think there's one way to everything you're and right know, you're right branches like just because therapy works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person or for you totally Sharon, like there's so many different things like meditation in my opinion doesn't work for me but like other people they love it and so yeah. we need to change our mindset of like, mm-hmm. w- like the way we're thinking. And yes, that exactly. There's not, not one way and yes. everybody's different. And I, I like to, I tell people that all the time. Like uh, I understand like it's my kids. I work with a lot of kids. So when they're, they can't meditate, you know, they're about, you know, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. You can bounce, you can bounce around and meditate. What's wrong with that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, like everybody's 
different. If we were all the same, life would be so boring. And so like, I just think we've gotten in such a, like a groove of like thinking and saying like one way is the correct way. And that's why like people don't like talking about mental health. Um, And so. Yeah. Yeah. And the older, you know, generation, I don't know what they're called. Cisco, you're good about that. Our parents. my, My daughter. Are you talking about which one? Like our parents. Our, our, oh, they're Gen. Uh, they're they're boomers. Okay. Well, they our, tend our to be more um, mental health. You know, doesn't exist. You know, that kind of you just push through it and like crying for babies. You know, that kind of thing. Like, don't show yeah. your feelings. <laughs> yeah. So we are a spawn of the boomers, though. Uh, we, right. We spawned from the baby boomer generation. You grew up that but, way too. Yeah. But. Yeah. We're the the generation x so yeah i grew up with a lot of that like suck yeah, it I, up. Wasn't, I mean i wasn't uh, allowed to talk really yeah. so about anything yeah, i had different. anxiety i was telling you i had anxiety but i didn't know what it was because i didn't even haven't even heard the word anxiety at in high school really? I didn't. that's so yeah. interesting i just thought i was severely shy and depressed like i had emotional waves all the time. Like I, I have a diary from like almost every day in high school and I would be like on top of the world and really sad. And then just like, I would walk down the hallway and just feel my heart beating. And I, I just hated walking down the hallway. Cause I just like felt like staring at you. Yeah. That the spotlight effect. And I didn't know well, anything. Yeah. High school's tough enough. And so yeah. that anxiety mental health on top of it is so like hard because you just feel like people are like looking at you always even though like no yeah. one no one cares I know and nobody and I know nobody was really looking at me they were I don't know looking at other people but I I felt like it you know that feeling of walking down the hallway and just like I gotta look perfect or like it's you know like pimple on my face and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's hard it's so hard and I had no idea what anxiety was that I was feeling I had no idea how to label it I just went through it and And I think the more we talk about it the more people um can label their symptoms and like and maybe say like oh I am feeling this like maybe I need to go get professional help and then professional help can actually diagnose them because there is like a big difference between anxiety and just you know having occasional like stage fright nervousness yeah I mean and um and so I think the more people talk about, the more people will realize their symptoms and really realize like, okay, I really do need to go get help and it's okay to get help because um, mm-hmm. everybody deserves to get help and feel yeah. validated in their feelings. Definitely. And everybody's going to, you know, get help in a different way. Like we, t- we said, everybody's going to have a different thing they need to help them. Exactly. Yeah. You're so. right. It's a challenge. It's Mm -hmm. very challenging. And I mean, I know I had to overcome a lot of that as a kid, but I I really like growing up, like I got to a point where like, I just, I just didn't care what other people thought about me. And I I still don't, I do stuff today. I've been doing stuff my whole life and people are like, I can't believe you did that. What's, what were you thinking about doing that? And I was like, First of all, I'm doing it for myself. <laughs> you know, second of all, it makes me feel good, you know, that I'm going to do it. 
you know, and then like, you know, of course back to it is like, I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. And that's what causes a lot of anxiety is caring about what other people think. Exactly. That was my problem in high school. Other than Mm -hmm. like the athlete part of it was like, do my friends actually like me? Like, are they Mm. my friends or are they pitying me? Or like, Oh, what, like, what if, like, what ifs are a big thing with me? And those are distorted Mm -hmm. thoughts. And so like my therapist has helped me with that, thankfully. And Mm -hmm. I've started to realize like, you know what, who, who cares what people think about me? (laughs) I'm going to do my life because like, we only have this one life to live. And like, I don't want to have any regrets. Mm -hmm. And so I've started to live my life like Cisco, like not really caring what people think. <laughs> I'm actually a lot happier now. And like, I feel more free now that I'm yeah. not under so much pressure that I put on myself. That's true. Yes. Cause that's what you're doing. You're putting pressure on yourself because you're caring about what other people think about you. Like I used to wear, like I, I back in when I was like 18, 16, 17, like I was a big club kid. Like I was, going out to clubs and bars and hey I had a fake ID <laughs> but then like I mean I would just like wear whatever I wanted to wear you know and I, I had like this big crazy afro too like curly hair and like I just didn't care what anybody like thought about how I dressed or whatever you know what I'm saying like you know people were looking and staring but I just like I would just like you know like if I had blind sides on me and I just like I just would shut all that out and just yeah, and you know be what? myself. I would no. be myself. Yeah. And you and, not and knowing you in high school, you were pretty popular. People loved you because but they knew like, that about you. Okay, I was everyone's little brother. That's why. You know? <laughs> Wait, did I you look- guys know each other in high school? Yeah, yeah, we've known each other since high school. I since actually know we since sixth grade. We yeah. we were in sixth grade. Yes. So I did know him and he was definitely what you said. He didn't care about what people thought of him and, but people loved him. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved you. See, and that's what I'm like known for is like helping and like me loving others and being loved myself. And like, that's all I want. Like, I don't care about the rest, you know? Yeah, right. And then like you say, and we say it's you're being the change when you're showing people that this is the the way to freedom, you know, living a life of freedom and happiness is actually caring about what you think about yourself first. (laughs) And the other people, of course, we want to care about, you know, people's feelings, of course, you know, but we have to do what's best for us first. And can't we can't, you know, worry too much about what other people are. They have their own lessons to learn, you know. Something we say, Sharon and I, is like, or that we've I've read a bunch of times too, is like, you can't help people unless you help yourself first, period. Like, if you can't get yourself, you know, to where you feel good about yourself, then what's, and I grew up with people like this. Like, I dated a couple of girls that, oh my God, like, they were, when they saw their friends and they were talking to them, like, this is what you need to do, girl. Like, you know, do this, sign up this, go do this, do this. And then like, right when they would leave, they would do total opposite of like what they were. T- I was like, man, They're you just told this girl. Yeah. Like, I was like, it, that didn't make any sense. Like you weren't, you, you were pra- you weren't practicing what you preached to that kid or that person. Like you were trying to help them all you can, but you'd go, you turn around and 
you know, smoke the cigarette or, or drink more beer, more alcohol, you know, or just put yourself back in the hole that you wore. You know, I, I know we all fall into a hole every now and then. But yeah, we have I to mean, get out of it, we all can fall into that place where it's easier. And you've you've called me out on a few times where I'll freak out. I'll have, get really anxious. And you're like, well, what do you tell your clients? Why you need to do what you tell your clients? And I'm like, I know yeah. but it's harder for me. <laughs> Yeah. I know what yeah. to do, but you know, I'm still working through things too. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And it's, I wouldn't be able to teach people. <laughs> and, and something to say is like, it's, it's never ending experience. I mean, never you never yet. stop learning ever, 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 ever. You, I mean, I know friends that are like in their sixties and they're good friends of mine and like, they're still learning life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's and, it. We wouldn't be living if we weren't learning. So, so exactly. no yeah. one, no one has the answers. Everyone has experiences. And if yeah. you can share an experience that will enlighten someone or give someone that feeling that, that, that happiness, that, that emotion of like euphoria, like, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's really what we strive for in, in life. It's, you know, you always say, Oh, I mean, it's even written in the declaration of the pursuit of happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we all want that as individuals, but it's not guaranteed all the time. You know, you're going to have to learn from right. experience. Yeah. There's no way, there's no way it can yeah. be like that all the time. So uh, Maddie, what do you have? Like, what are your dreams? What are, what are your future yeah things that you want to do yeah what do you want to do what, what what's what's gonna come out of all this well i'm a rising senior in college and so i have one more year of college and then honestly i want to move somewhere out west and just kind of get away either work out there or just travel out there and um see where the wind takes me. I'm not yeah. in any kind of rush to oh, that's you know, great. get my dream job because I'm only 21. I'll be 22 when I graduate. So like, I'm not in really big rush for anything. Um, my absolute dream would be to move to California and to keep pursuing my like podcast and, um, you know, just being out there and um, helping like the um, homeless community with mental health and the mm -hmm. uh, um, people in poverty, um, with mental health and giving them access to mental health because a lot of them don't have access because it is so expensive, um, yes. depending on insurance, but also people out, like some people who are in poverty or who are homeless may not have insurance. And so like, how can we help those? It's like, every time I talk about it, I think of new branches of people that we could reach. And so, I would love just to move out there and one because it's California like it's gorgeous and yes. all, all the time but also because I've never been and I just think it'll be a fun adventure that I don't oh, know fun. where it would take me so it sounds fun oh I love yeah, that you've never been there before I haven't no oh I'm, wow yeah that I want to travel for sure yeah, California see if I like it but. the weather I mean you it's it, yeah I like it because of the weather and the mountains and the scenery and the ocean and, the, you know, like the nature part of California. That's what I really like. Yeah. But you, but the I whole, mean, the Hollywood facade thing that goes on there. Like, you know, I'm not. Yeah. So yeah that's supposed that. to. Yeah. Um, but you, you're in North Carolina where all the trees are. That's what Dude, yeah. Isn't it nice over there too? No, it's great. I love North Carolina. I love Raleigh where I'm from, but I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. So you're I would ready love for an adventure. Adventure, yes. Raleigh will always be home. Love yeah. Raleigh. So, 
That's yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love your idea of just kind of like you're you're graduating pretty young. I mean, I gra- I think I graduated when I was 24. So you're, you, I mean, it took six years, <laughs> but <laughs> you're graduating pretty young. So you have a long time and just like going out and just seeing where life takes you and just kind of going with the flow of things, but you have an idea of who you want to help. That's great. Yeah. And if the chips lie there, then that's great. I'll go out there, but if they don't, then I'll go somewhere else or stay yeah. in Like it's just yeah. an adventure. Like I don't You're know. Right. Like, You're not tied. You're not tied no, by not- anybody. <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> Good. Well then go with it. That's exciting. I'll live vicariously. <laughs> Hey, you. most like people I train or just anyone I meet young, younger people, like I always tell them, it's like, man, the best education you can get is traveling. Cause you get to understand people in different mm-hmm. cities, different States. You get to understand culture. You get to understand society and how people think certain ways and believe certain things. That's, that's more educational than reading something out of a book. Yeah. So, and I'm a psych major. So I love learning like how and why people think and how we get to these situations. And like, I don't know, it just, it's so interesting to me, Mm -hmm. um, that aspect of psych. Like I'm still a student in college. I haven't graduated, but like I spent all my twenties traveling just anywhere I can go, like Mm -hmm. anywhere I would buy a ticket to go anywhere when I was in my twenties and just go and experience life somewhere else. So yeah. you did. Yeah, the yeah. 20s are for that. Yes, for sure. Okay, well, on that note, Maddie, I'm hearing you say a few things and I'm looking at your human design. Okay, so human design is like is based in astrology and, and some other things, but let's keep it simple. Um, there's five energy types and you're a generator, which is what Cisco is also a generator is 35% of the population. And what that means is that you have a built in energy system where you're able to go all day with with things that you love like you're able to just keep going 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 like you could probably podcast all day talking about it all day right <laughs> okay i could go on tangents <laughs> so that's different from me as a manifester i need to take a lot of breaks like i lose my stamina but you guys have this built-in energy system and the other energy types like to borrow your energy sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so um that's the the major thing about your energy type but you're an emotional authority so every energy type has an authority of how you're supposed to make decisions and you're emotional which is what i am and so you talking about high school and how you felt on me it sounded very similar um emotional authority uh people have like waves of emotions you're high and then you're low you're high and then you're low your emotions are really coming from inside you. It's not, you're not like an empath where you're feeling other people's emotions. Your emotions are yours and yours alone. Most of the time, same with me. I was a roller coaster of emotions in high school. Um, and so when it comes time to make decisions, which it sounds like when you did this podcast, you took the time to do that, um, to wait, wait out your emotional wave before you make a decision. So don't make a decision when you're really angry, you know, or, saying, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. You have to wait out until you're really balanced to make a decision, which is true for most people. But there's some people like Cisco, he's, he's a, um, a gut response person where he can make a decision just like with his intuition really quick, no matter if he's emotional or not. Us emotional authorities, we have to really wait out that emotional wave. And we have a lot of emotional waves. So it's interesting. But also, 
as a generator, it's a, a strategy for living in life. The best way to live life is to respond to invitations. Okay. So like letting more invitations come to you doesn't mean it has to be a person that invites you. It could be just like a sign you see, like, and you're like, oh, that's an invitation. And I'm going to respond. You're like that invitate, like that says that's the train to California. I'm going to respond and I'm going to go, you know, like seeing a sign and, and going with it. But I thought it was interesting that I'm a manifester and my strategy is to initiate. And so I initiated with you and you responded. And so here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really thankful you reached out. Um, Cause this has been so fun and I love y'all's page and y'all's podcast. Oh, thank you. And thank I you. just think they're so light and fun and y'all talk about important topics and Yes, you do too, for sure. And we'll, we'll keep supporting you. And if, if there's anything that you need us to support you with just, and we have, you know, we haven't just reach out to us and let us know. Um, Thank you. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch and maybe do another one, like a, a part two next year to see how, where we all are. Yeah, yeah that, that would be great. Fun. Yeah. Just, you know, that would be fun. Be yeah. That would be fun. Well, we'll, we'll sign off. Thanks everybody for listening to Maddie Allred. And we're going to put your link to your podcast. Thank you. In the show notes. And then we will share this when we release it on Friday. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys. Any last words for you? Um, Follow my podcast on Instagram at you're your biggest critic. And thank you guys so much for listening and keep listening. Yay! Cool. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you so much, Maddie. Sign off. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Soul Quest. Remember, Cisco and I have some classes coming up. We have the monthly Be the Change class happening in July. We also have a new class called How to Attract High Vibe Love, which is coming up at the end of June. I'll put the links to all of those in the show notes. We're really excited about this new class. So tell your single friends to sign up. Also, please remember about our Costa Rica retreat coming up in March of next year. It's going to be amazing. Everyone over the age of 18 is invited. And Maddie's link to her podcast will be in the show notes as well. Thanks for your support. Have a great day.